You are now tuned into the Sociology Podcast. Sociology is a lifestyle brand that analyzes Chicago culture and connected topics abroad. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Gentrification or gentrification, as I like to call it, has been an underlying theme in a lot of these sociology episodes. And it's because it's an underlying theme in the city of Chicago. And it has been for decades now. This week, we're going to go to Washington Park, one of the 77 community areas in Chicago. On the west is bordered by the Dan Ryan Expressway. On the east is bordered by Cottage Grove. The north end, 51st Street. The south end, around 63rd Street. We're going to talk about how one Chicagoan visited this area for the first time in almost 10 years and what she saw. So, Brooke, Brookland. Yeah. What's that? Um, you was doing, you say you was doing Uber Eats or Instacart? No, I was doing Instacart. So, I'm a mentor okay. and um, apparently... I thought we had a meeting on Saturday at 12 and apparently the meeting had been moved and I didn't know. So I'm like, well, I'm supposed to be meeting up with a friend at four o'clock in Hyde Park. I got like three and a half hours that I need to kill and I don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. I decided to go do Instacart and uh, I forget what all these I ended up or okay, let me all D because I keep forgetting it's not an S on there but anyway um <laughs> right right it was like it's an S on there it's, a, it's silent it's I swear it's an S on there because I want it on there anyways um I went in there and to kill time and it was about five other people doing Instacart so <laughs> I actually went over my time because I was helping people out and whatnot my boyfriend was like oh see I had an Instacart conference at Aldi huh <laughs> okay. I'm like we pretty much did though I was like hey you find this and this out all right it was a black people convention on Instacart like all right I'm sending oh, wow. to find the stuff for people and bringing it to their cart I was like okay so this is what you like yeah we hit a whole thing I love black people um no but uh so for one of the batches I had three orders and well for the batch I did I had three orders and so when after I dropped off my third order um I'm like okay I was driving somewhere and I had to make a right on 57 and so my grandma stayed on 60th in Michigan 6041 South Michigan okay and I hadn't been over that area because she died in January 2013 so last time I was there was like on Christmas break in December 2012 so I hadn't been over in that area, had no plans of like ever going back over there. Cause I'm like, you know, I can't imagine being past that building. Cause my grandma ain't there no more. And I just so happened to, I was like, I turned on 57th street in Michigan. And I was like, I'm about to pass 60th. And so I'm like bracing myself. I text my daddy while I was at the red light. And he was like, you know, you okay. And then I'm like, okay, I'm breathing, you know, looking at the building. But then I noticed, I'm like, it's a new building over there. I was like, mm. what they doing? And then I make a left on 61st Street, and it's like from 61st Street from Michigan, 61st in Michigan, to a little bit past like Cottage Grove. I'm like, what is all of this? <laughs> I'm like, you said what is this? <laughs> what is what is all of this? Because like, so my grandma had adopted two of my cousins, and okay. one of them was like five years older than me. The other one is three years older than me, and so we would be what like 10, 13, and 15. Like, you know, walking around the neighborhood, let's go to the corner store. You know, you got your pickles and your Cheetos and, you know, I got a dollar. So, you know, I'm about to the ball in the corner store. 
And I'm like, it's it's not there no more. And I'm like, why is there a new building right here? And I'm mm. like, wait, what's going on? And I'm looking and I'm like, I'm like, it's something about, because you know, it's a new building based off of the color of it. Correct. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. And they got like that, that, they burnt, got that old that bright, architectural design. Yeah. No, what kills me though is just that it's like always that bright orange like type color. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm like, I know what exactly is that what even doing about. over? It's changing the mood. And I'm like, what is it even doing over here? And the further I drive along, the angrier I get because I'm sitting here and I'm counting and I'm like, okay. I'm like, wait, why is a white person over here? And then I count. And usually I'm like, I'm counting on, like I start counting how many white people I see and I get to the other hand and I instantly got irritated. And I'm just like, and it's like to clarify though, for anybody to hear this, I'm not upset that I saw white people. Okay. Cause I ain't got nothing against white people. My issue is, is the fact that when they start putting these things in these neighborhoods, they're not doing it for us. Mm-hmm. They like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that jewels that's over there, I don't, it's, what is 60th that? 60th and cottage, 60 or 62nd cottage, something like that. Yeah, so that jewels that was over there, I was like, they put a jewels over here? And then I'm driving, I'm like, what the fuck is a teeny tiny university? Mm. And I'm sitting mm. up here, like, I, it, I got so mad, because I'm like, what is this? And then I Googled it, and I'm just like, oh, it's a daycare. And I'm like, okay, you can't you say, oh, it's a daycare. daycare. <laughs> like, oh, it's a daycare. But I'm just like, yo what is this and then on top of it when you get to the green line right there the green line that whole section of them stores that's over there kind of reminds me of what wabash looks like downtown mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like that that's but that's what it looks like and i mean don't get me wrong i like the fact that they got this stuff there but it's just like it is i'm us? looking at all these stores and then i'm looking at black people on the bus stop and i'm just looking like I'm seeing these little teeny boppers and it's a like diverse group of like 14 whatever and I'm just like what y'all even oh my gosh yeah. I don't know I was heated and when I sent you that voice message so, yeah, so, look, so look like it's like let us work through it so the, the neighborhood you're talking about that your grandma used to live in that's the Washington Park neighborhood and um when you know Chicago was trying to put in a bid for like the Olympics and all of that you know, a lot of people thought that was one of the neighborhoods that was going to benefit from that, quote unquote. Um, but obviously, Chicago ain't get the Olympics back then. And with that being said, a lot of people feel like Washington Park dodged the gentrification bullet or the gentrification bullet, as I like to call it on this podcast. But now we have um, the Obama Library coming right now. That's going to be in Jackson Park. And I recently interviewed an architect who had a plan to actually bring that to Washington Park because, you know, if we're going to be real, it, it kind of made more sense to put it in Washington Park because it's more space there, it's more um, vacant land there. You, you don't there have is to, a huge plot of land, though. It is, right west of literal, literal Washington Park. So we're talking about the neighborhood Washington Park, but literal Washington Park just west of that, it's a lot of vacant land in between the park itself and the green line. It's a lot of vacant land. And yeah. it's kind of like, what are you going to do with that space? But instead, they chose to put it in Jackson Park and desecrate Jackson Park over there. But, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But it, it makes you wonder. So it's funny because you said the, the brick, right? That bright orange brick. Like, you can always tell 
that the architecture of these new buildings, they all look the same. You know, they all look the it same. It don't never be all. nothing new. It yeah, ain't yeah, never yeah. nothing new. Like where like y'all don't use red no more. What y'all got against the color red? Because I'm I'm kind of tired of that. Brick no more. Oh. They ain't using it no more. You know, uh, and it's just like, you know, with all the wide open lots, it just makes you wonder what's to come in the coming years. So like you said, you got mad because it's all these white people, right? And, you know, um, we are not against white people. We are against those colonizing thugs. And with that being said, you know, I used to always believe when I saw a white person in the inner city, we're talking about Chicago because obviously we're from Chicago. That's all we know. But whenever I saw a white person in the inner city, I would always think one of three things. Either they here for some drugs, they here to gentrify some shit or gentrify some shit, or the very least option is they're lost. And that's very rare that they're lost. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's usually one of the first two. And you saw, like you said, what, 10, 12, you know? I'm counting on one hand. The moment I passed five, my hand started gripping the wheel. <laughs> and the thing is, is that the third house that I dropped the food off at, I'm looking at the block and I'm looking at, I'm, you ever like drive down, like when they start buying out houses and they then tear down one and start making like building, like yeah. they got that first building and they done yet, but you just know it's about to spread like wildfire on that block. Yep. I'm looking at the different buildings and I'm just like, I seen a car that I'm like, I wouldn't necessarily see over there. And then mm. I seen another car drive past and it was a white dude behind the wheel. And I was just like, Ugh. like, Ugh. like, so, okay. So where are we going? Mm -hmm. Like, where are y'all about to like, what, where, like, where, if they're pushing black people out of these neighborhoods, where are black people going to go? Like that's, that's my concern. Suburbs. And the the meme, the meme that comes to mind while you was talking, you ever see that meme where it was like, uh, where you see a white person on a red line riding past 35th? <laughs> it's like 35th and you got somebody giving them that look. It's like a black dude with dreads. Uh, like, yeah, like I know confused. what you're talking about. Yeah, I and saw I'm that. just yeah. like, that's how I was. Cause I'm just like, I mean, and I'm sitting up here like, okay, y'all doing some things. And it's like, when you see new things happen, like you want to be happy about it. Cause I do want to see these neighborhoods do better. But it's like, just like that last episode that y'all had, I'm like, they not doing it with us in mind. And I was talking to my mom about it. And she was like, are you serious? Cause my mom hasn't been over there in years either. Like mm -hmm. my mom moved out to the suburbs. Um, you know, we was going to the south side on 82nd at Hermitage to see my granddaddy, but he moved to Hyatt Park. So, I mean, it's rare that my mama is in Chicago, but when I told her, like, for that area where my grandma lives, like, how things are looking, she was like, are you serious? And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. And she was like, one of the things is, it's like touching on, it's just like, it's not just enough. Like, she was like, Brooke, I understand that you want to, you know, support, like, you know, and invest in Black-owned businesses, but it's not just enough for that. And I was like, yeah, we need the brick and mortar. Like we need to own more of that. And then also my mom was like, it's not even just that. It's also like getting into like manufacturing. Like let's say like, you know how people be buying like the envelopes or the boxes to package they, um, the mm -hmm. stuff in for their small businesses. Okay, mm -hmm. who's in charge? Who, who owns the manufacturing company that makes those boxes, mm -hmm. right? So it's like if we, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's a thought as well. But I'm just like, 
it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's, it's frustrating. It, uh, so, like, Watch the Park, you know, a um, couple notable things about Watch the Park, you know, obviously that's what the DuSable Museum is. Um, the DuSable Museum is one of the largest and, you know, most prominent African-American museums in the country. It's literally in Washington Park itself and the neighborhood Washington Park. I have to ver- clarify that, you know, for some who don't know. Um, the Schultz Baking Company plant, you know, that big-ass plant on 55th, Um yeah that's been there since 1982 i actually always wanted to see the inside of that building and um that's always been like a lifelong dream of mine maybe i can make that happen one day you know who knows but um you know so the neighborhood has a lot of you know monuments and relics of old and with everything that you're voicing the frustration is kind of like it's slowly but surely getting eroded and the blackness is being washed away right so, like, when you saw all of these white people, like, and to clarify, it wasn't just white people, but it was just like they were the first ones. They like they stick out like mm-hmm. a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as I got to Jules, that's why I was just like, I feel like I'm in a bird's right now. Yeah, like, what, what, <laughs> what was the like biggest trigger you felt? So, like, you said all of this stuff is being done without us in mind, and I agree um because you know a lot of things are changing and black people aren't really benefiting from it the way the forces that be say black people will benefit from it especially in Chicago what was one of the triggers though like when you saw these things like like what 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 popped in your head like examples from the past or you know things like that you said you used to be there every summer at your grandmother's house you know Mm -hmm. but what did you compare it to in your head that was like, uh-oh, there goes the neighborhood? It was more, I mean, and at one point I actually lived with my grandma, like when I was like a little bit younger, but we stayed there every summer. So it's, I'm looking like, I'm thinking about all the times we used to like walk to the store. Um, we had a babysitter when my grandma would go to work. Um, the babysitter didn't live far. So we always like walked to her place and come and think of it over there like they bought out some houses already so I'm thinking about like playing double dutch like sitting on the porch you know being able like you know going to walk into the uh, bus stop and on our way to church because my grandma was a mother at the church uh cosmopolitan church of prayer why I'm tripping on that but I'm just like I'm thinking about when I was 11 like just going over there and just thinking like, yo, it's not the same. It's like preserving those memories. Like I can't even describe it because I can't say, oh, like, let me walk over here and this is where this was and not be able to like, like really vibe with it or understand it. Like, I mean, and I like, not even just for that area. I remember, so when I was younger, like, you know, we were poor and we kind of like lived in shelters Mm-hmm. Um, back and forth from when I was nine up until I was almost 12 and one of the shelters that we lived at was on Monroe and Halstead which was near Greektown not too far from Whitney Young because I used to go swimming at Whitney Young okay. and so literally there's a Walgreens over there that's on Monroe and Halstead and there's a Dom- Dominic's um, the Dominic's is now a Whole Foods but it was a Dominic's okay. down there on Madison and Halstead and I remember going, I went to go get a massage in that area and the shelter was turned into a fifth and third bank. So I'm just thinking like wow. things that actually help, like that 
it went it went from it went from social justice or you know mutual aid to capitalism like actually helping people and i was just thinking like this place had multiple rooms like you know you have like you know your own bathroom and it's like a you know enough room like you know for a bunk bed like me and my sister shared the top or my mom stayed at the bottom and we were there for like quite some time but I'm just thinking like how do you like tear down a shelter and turn it into a bank so I'm really like of course that's like way farther than Washington Park but I'm just thinking like it kind of makes you think of like the community and the way that it was to what it's turning into now because like you were saying like what was the hospital that they closed or did they close the hospital Wait, wait, no, no, Mercy, Mercy, that's Mercy. It, you know, Bronzeville, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that you closed a hospital, what, I mean, what, what you gonna turn that area into? Condos. Like, things that are supposed to be helping us, so then where do you put the next hospital at? And like, they ain't gonna put another one, because, like, okay, so, not to keep your thought, so, mm-hmm. Michael Reese was another hospital down there, and that's been going for, like, almost over 10 years, and it's been in the news that that entire land that Michael Reese is on, the 31st Street Strip, uh, right by Lakeshore Drive, uh, yeah. is about to be developed into, you know, a lot of uh, mixed use developments, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, they got Black people in the, uh, the, mock, the mock-up designs, but we know Black people ain't going to be there. We, we just know it's, it's going to be it's gonna be a few, but like you said, it's not made with Black people in mind. So to your point, that's what Mercy probably going to be. And it's not going to be another hospital. It's already very few on the South Side. And now it's just one less hospital. But it's like, even if you move in, like, okay, quote unquote, like white people or people who make a lot of money in them areas, then if emergency happens, if me mom falls down a flight of stairs, the nearest hospital is where? And how fast can you get to it? University like, of Chicago is usually where everybody going to. You got um St. Bernard. Off the E-Way on 63rd, I want to say. I feel like that's going to be the next one that they're going to try to take. I know exactly where St. Bernard is. Yeah, they was trying to bring all of them together because they was all struggling. So they was trying to bring them together, you know, so they could be like one, you know, cohesive system. But for whatever reason, it just didn't, they just didn't make it happen. I feel like they could have made it happen. But it's like, I mean, I guess going back to what I was saying, it's just like thinking about like the way things were when I was younger, and those happy memories and wondering like, all right, is anybody else going to be able to value like what we had, like when I was younger? Like, I don't even know how to like really describe it. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, damn dude. Like, and yeah. then that ugly burnt orange, bro. Like y'all could <laughs> be on this. Like y'all couldn't pick any other color. It's either that burnt orange building or and the reason what made me recognize is that on the west side, I think it's on western, on like, I think it's between like, uh, where the blue line is on western, on out west, Illinois, um, in between like Jackson and Van Buren or like Congress Parkway or whatever. Um, they have those buildings over there and right across of it is like, I don't want to say one large project, but I feel like it's where a lot of like black people are and like. I have to send you the address so you actually see it because I feel like I'm describing it wrong, but I have it in my head. But I'm like, I'm looking at this building and I'm just like, 
I'm used to seeing buildings like that, like out west. So why am I seeing it on the south side? Because I feel like houses on the south side look different than they do on the west side. And on top of it, it's either the burnt orange building or it's like the black and gray condo buildings that they make. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost, it's depressing. Like you don't have any other color. <laughs> they ain't got no color. They ain't got no creativity. They have nothing. None. It's all, everything is cookie cutter. Everything is like, it's the exact, it's like you want to turn the city into it's like I had somebody um tell me like Chicago is very segregated even though it's very diverse it's also very segregated and I guess Martin I never realized he said it was the most segregated city he's ever visited and that man is from the south I've never realized how segregated Chicago was and so because there are a lot of there are parts of Chicago I haven't been to and now I'm understanding why (laughs) but I'm like, oh, well, like somebody was trying to tell me. And I was just like, I've never been over there. Like, where's that at? I was like, that's, you sure it's in Chicago? Let me go Google this real quick. But no, uh, oh, Brooke, please tell me you did not just lose your train of thought saying, making okay. a joke. Because you was on a roll. Ah, I hope I didn't. What was the last thing I said? You was preaching. Oh, it's just, pull it back, pull it back. It's coming. The, Take time. They got ugly color houses. Ugly color um, houses. Okay, no, I feel like the houses, the houses on the south side and west side like look different. It's almost like they turn the city into a monolith. That's what I'm trying to get at. The Mm. city is very diverse, but it's also very segregated. But it's almost like they're trying to like take a paintbrush and like pretty much like paint it all one color. Mm. And you can't necessarily do that. Like that's an interesting thought because you know. To your point about trying to make it model it, it's like Chicago architecture has a certain look anyway, right? You know, we talk about the two flats, the three flats, the brown stones, the gray stones. They all look alike, but they all have different styles too, if that makes sense. You know, like you will go down a certain block. So like we're talking about Washington Park, right? For example, you will go down like Indiana, okay? Every two flat on that block will look the same. You know what I'm saying? Then you will go down another block. You know, you will go down like Calumet or something. Every two flat over there will look different, but it's still two flats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Chicago architecture always had a certain look, but you had style in all of those looks, all those different looks that was going on in the different neighborhoods, whether it be Washington Park, Bronzeville, Inglewood, you know, or over in North Lawndale on the west side. But now it's like, the creativity is lost, the the effort is lost, and you just got the ugly orange brick, you know, everywhere. Yeah, out west, and I'm wondering, out south, and, all of that. Have you heard about the 78th community that they build in? Yes, right off of Roosevelt. So uh, my little sister, her birthday was in August, and we went to some park in Chinatown because she wanted to have a picnic. So while we were going to the park, there was an ice cream truck out there and they were giving out free ice cream. Like, yeah, you know, it's a 78th community and, you know, we're going to like, we're building. And so apparently they're going to start off with buildings. And I was like, oh, so you're building houses over there. She was like, well, it's like a 10 year project. So it's going to take some time. She might've said more than 10 years, but for some reason I'm thinking 10 years, but I'm just thinking like, it's going to be the 78th community in Chicago. So instead of fixing the thing, that's wrong with the city y'all got money to like fund all of these new buildings but you don't have money to fix other things in the city 
because I got one more pothole to drive into Man. before I lose my like and I'm thinking about I was like I want to move closer to the city because I feel like after living in the Caribbean and for once in my life like being surrounded like not being a minority being surrounded by people who look like me coming back to the suburbs I'm just like I don't want to be here no more like I need to be surrounded by my people. I need to be plugged into community. And because we moved around the city so much, it was so hard to get plugged into a community because yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to be an outside kid. I could be outside at friends' houses or I would be outside when I was with family, depending on where family was. Because, you know, there would be people who did drive-by shooting, so you had to be careful. Right. But, I mean, I would be outside like, I mean, my our babysitter name was Aunt Lula, and we used to always be like, you know, doing double dutch outside Aunt Lula's house. But now I'm just like, you see a lot of things like, you know, that was wrong with the city, and it's not being fixed. And it's like instead of fixing the things that's wrong, y'all just like taking this burnt orange and this gray <laughs> and you dropping them off everywhere. You're not fixing anything. It's almost like, you know, there's a hole but I'm going to just cover the hole up. I'm not fixing the hole. I'm going to just cover it up to where I'm going to put a painting over it to where you can't see it. This painting is very beautiful, but I'm not fixing what's actually wrong with it. That's almost like what's happening. Like, I don't know, dude. It's, it's, happening, it's happening all over the South side, all over the West side. Um, you know, more and more CPS schools are closing and becoming charter schools. You know, uh, we funding more and more, you know, um, CTA train stations to be redeveloped. You know, state and lake. Don't, don't get me wrong, this shit old as hell. But, you know, these are the priorities, though. Those are the priorities instead of, you know, um, investing in communities like Washington Park, you know, to sustain the citizens that are already there. Um, instead, you are creating these new developments that's raising, you know, rent by the it's day. It's raising it like you know, crazy. Um, you, you're, not, you're not really popping into the community. And everybody, and look, I said this on a previous episode, everybody... I want to make it perfectly clear. I am not against the Obama library. The issue is, I really want to see if it's going to ignite this economic explosion that everybody is praying for, because I don't want to sound like a cynical person or a pessimist, but I just don't see it happening. Because every time we look around and it's like, oh, this is going to be great for the community. The community just continues to go down to shit. The community you want, or the actual community? Like that's the real question. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good question, actually. That's a, it. That's ain't gonna be the question. It ain't gonna be the community where um Aunt Lila was. That your name of your babysitter, sitter? Aunt Lulu. Aunt Lulu. It ain't gonna be the community that she uh she uh lived in. And speaking of her, I feel like she used to cook some fire ass greens. Cause with a name like that, <laughs> yo. She actually did. Like she was a real good cook from I the knew south. It. Turnips, I don't know where all she was from from the south, but definitely. And the Kool Aid was definitely on diabetes. Oh yeah. Um, Kool Aid was definitely. Uh, I've never had a Kool Aid taste like hers. And I'm like my dumb behind. Like I didn't understand because I'm like your Kool Aid don't taste like everybody Kool Aid. Like it's cool. It's Kool Aid and on a different level. And so. I'm just in here, like, like there's no other way to describe it, bro. And so, I'm, I'm like, you know, do you make yours from scratch? She was like, no, I just make it with the packet. So I'm like, okay, so was it cane sugar, like, what or how much sugar? She, like, she, she did a little something, something. She just ain't tell you. Look, 
Okay. Because regular Kool Aid out the pack ain't hitting like that. And I had Kool Aid in almost, I don't know how fucking. I feel like I stopped drinking Kool Aid when we left the South Side. I feel it. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things. Number one, leave a five-star review. And number two, pass it on to a friend who may enjoy it as well. And don't forget to subscribe to our other podcast, Mogul Motivation, from True Stories Media.